are talking about peace, and we've been talking about peace this month, and so we're going to wrap up this series uh, really dwelling on peace and hopefully carrying that into our future. And a passage we've yet to read, Colossians 3, 15 through 17, says this, let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you're called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs to God with with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. It's so amazing. The content of this makes it incredibly clear before we jump into peace, the most important part of the passage in order for us to maintain the peace is the, to understand what it comes through. And we've been talking about that during the course of the month. Peace is accessible. The peace that guards our hearts, the peace that lasts, comes through Jesus Christ. We have to grow that personal relationship with Jesus in order for our life to be able to access that peace and the protection Jesus gives our hearts. He has to be our Lord, has to be our Savior. And with that understanding, we can then jump in and look at the content of peace and maybe the content of this final talk will, will make more sense. But without Jesus, it's all for naught. The big idea is let peace rule in your heart. Let peace rule in your hearts today. It's easy to let our hearts hold on to the things that aren't so great in our life. Maybe we watch the news or we've been exposed to the attention bad news gets, and so we're more often to lead in with the negative. How are you doing? Well, I'm kind of tired. Oh, right? Uh, how's your day going? Could be better. Oh. You know, how was your drive-in today? Well, the traffic was horrible. You know, we just like throw these things out instead of like, you know, my day's actually doing good. It was a nice, slow drive-in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, that was a lot of traffic, and I love all the faces I saw on the road. <laughs> no. I'm not talking about not being real. Just the reality of, what are we going to let stick? What's our story? What do we want to lead with? What's sticking to our heart? We can be consumed by the things that, that go wrong in our lives. And, and then when you look back on a year, all we see is the bad. Jesus is encouraging something different here. We're being encouraged through our relationship to hold on to, to the peace but to understand this, you have to really be reminded of what peace is. And so this is where some interaction comes in. Let, let's play a little game. Kids, can, can you help me play something? Can you help? You're going to actually interact. We're going to shout out. We're going to, okay, okay, good. Even with the suckers in your mouth. We're, you're supposed to suck those, by the way, and not chew them. Anybody? Any chewers in the house with those in there? Yeah, see? My son will be done with his in two seconds. Like, how are your teeth still in your mouth? This game's called Peace or Not Peace. So shout out, Peace. peace. Not peace. peace. 
we're going to show you a sequence of photos, and you have to tell me what it represents, like a road trip. What is it? Peace. Look at the faces. Happy peace. Road trip. Some parents immediately were like, wait, is this a trick question? How about this picture? Um, not peace. For those of you who don't know, that piece of paper in his hand is a map. Uh, they used to be on paper. It's funny. I was like, some people probably have never even seen like a paper map in here. So kids are going, isn't that supposed to be on your phone? And Parents, get off your phones in the car. Okay, moving on. How about kids sleeping in front of the Christmas tree? Oh, peace. What about this Christmas tree? Not peace. Holy moly, no. Get that visual out of my head. Okay, we, we have fake trees just for that purpose. We did melt the plug, though. Okay, anyway, that was earlier this year. Uh, kids playing in the snow. Oh, peace. Look at those happy faces. Parents know better, right? What about this? Not peace. How many of you love to get pelted in the face with a good snowball? Ultimately, I was searching for an image of the kids getting ready before they go outside. Parents, is that peace? Man, that takes like an hour and a half just to get them outside. My glove doesn't fit. My finger doesn't go in. This mitten's too tight. They're ready to go outside. You know, it's pretty fun. Okay. How about another sleeping picture? What is this? Oh, wow. That is peace. Okay, and? Not peace. Oh, man, isn't that the worst? Still a kid sleeping, but it's a little different when you put a bowl there and you're obviously in like a hospital bed. No bueno, right? So you, you get what peace is. You get what peace isn't. Now that you understand kind of looking at those, with that understanding, you can grasp thought one. Peace will rule in your hearts if you hold on to the good. Hold on to the good. Romans 12.9 says this in the second half of it. It says, hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. You want to let what is good stick. And if you let what is good stick, chances are the stuff that isn't good won't be able to. So... Maybe some of you are, are, are ready for a little interaction today. Are anybody ready to, to do something? Kids, are you ready? I'm going to take a shortcut. Left leg down. Okay, here's the deal. I need a couple of... Abby, can you come? Can you set your drink down and come up here? Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, James, can you come up here for a second? Have they talked too much already today? Do we need to do? Oh, wait, that's not what we're going to do. Can you hold the mic for a second? I'm not going to make you sing or anything. You want to grab this with your other hand? You hold that. Okay, kids. There may not be enough. There's close to enough, but there's a bunch of good things up here on these tables, things that maybe you would want 
to stick. Like you'd like, oh yeah, man, I want to remember how fun that game was. Or I want to remember how good that Seahawks victory was against San Francisco with beast mode. Uh, I, I want to thank God for Jesus because he is good. There's a bunch of good things on here. Could I get some help? Could you come up and grab one of these and walk up? I'm, I'm ready for a vacation. Anybody ready? And so that's a good thing. So I'm going to come up and I'm going to stick it on my, any kids want to come and stick some stuff up there? Come on, come on, come on. Feel free, feel free. Come on up, come on up. One a person. There you go, stick. What is that? Games? Because you want a, a, a new game unit, probably. Come on. Yeah, good job. Any, we, we can get, stick some more up there. What are, what are we finding? What are we finding? You want to, what are you sticking up there? Sunshine. Oh. You, we, we, we're going to fill this thing. Let's keep going. Let's, oh, we're almost full. Grab one. You can come up. If you've already done one, I think we're good. So if you've done one, stick it. Yeah, you found a spot right there. Probably have room for one more. Who didn't put one up? Who didn't do it? You did too. You did too. Everybody. Come on up. Anybody? You want to come on up? Put one up. Come on, Mr. Watson. I could walk. Just tell me, what are you thankful for? I'll find it and put it up there. Now I'm going to come to you with a mic. I don't know. I don't know. What about, what about your parents, your family? Sure. That'll score you some points. So doesn't come up and grab something. So let's see here. We got to see maybe a family's already been put up there. I think it has. What? Come on. Are you thankful for hugs? Your mom's hugging you right now. Okay, there you go. How about that? We do that. Okay, so here's the deal. Ugh. Here's the deal. When you look at this, there's a bunch of good things we're holding on to, right? But the chances are there are bad things. I should have thought of this and grabbed the stack. There we go. There are bad things that are going to come at you too, like nothing. There's bad things like... Like every once in a while, you may be tempted to scream. Not anybody in particular, not picking on anybody in here. But if something bad like this comes around and you're like, man, I, I look back on this year and I remember how much I was screaming, and you go to put it in the memory bank, that's not supposed to, there you go, thank you. Uh, it's, it doesn't stick, why? Because you've let the good things stick and maybe there were some scary dogs that chased you once and you didn't want to remember it and you're like, pets, or oh, that memory falls away. That memory's blank. That, there's, you know what I'm saying? Scary movies. You go to, you, you're like, I shouldn't have watched it. Well, I don't remember it, so that's good. The blank ones are pretty entertaining. Uh, cavities. Did anybody get cavities during the year? Not, yeah, some people didn't get the prize on their way out of the dentist. Uh, you know, and you're like, oh, I regret that I didn't brush my teeth. Does any kid really think about that at the end of the year? Thank you, guys. Wild applause for my assistants today. You can just let that fall to the ground. You get what I'm saying? The challenge is we let a bunch of stuff stick. If we didn't let the good things stick... The bad things would end up sticking to our memories, and we would go into the next year with regret. But Jesus wants us to hold on to peace in our hearts, not turmoil. 
So we can let some of those things go and say, okay, Jesus is going to take them. In fact, it says in Psalm 63, 8, I cling to you, your strong right hand holds me securely. The way we're going to get through those bad things is by sticking not only good things to ourselves, but us sticking to God, sticking to the Lord, holding on to the Lord. I want to hold on to the good memories from this year. I, I want to repeat the stories of good while I'm talking. Although it's tempting again, don't give the spotlight to your bad news, to your mistakes. Give the spotlight to the things that are wins in your life, that, that make you happy, that bring joy to your spirit. It's a peace mindset, if you will. Coming into the year makes me look back and consider what God has done. I, I like to just kind of do a quick inventory and look through uh, photos, and uh, we actually write memory letters to our kids. At Christmas, they wake up. It's always, we always intend to do it early, but we end up doing it late on Christmas Eve. I'm sitting there typing, falling asleep, misspelling words. And uh, just all the memories we've had during the year, it's the good. Maybe a little tease now and then in there with something that just went wonky, you know. But it's, it's fun, it's light, but it's primarily good. What are your thoughts when you think back on the year? What are your default mindsets? Thought two, peace will rule in your hearts if you let go of the bad. So we got to hold on to the good, and we got to let go of the bad. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Nobody can finish that? There you go. Can't hold back anymore. We got to let it go. I want to let go of bad stories. The more I repeat the bad stories, the more I embed them in my identity. So I don't want to repeat the bad. I want to let it go. Challenges are going to come. The Bible actually says many troubles will come. It's like going to happen. We're not going to avoid trouble in our world. But when it does come, how are we going to find and hold on to the things that are going to work out for good? Let go of the bad. Stop holding on to it. It's no fun. Um, in fact, God doesn't let, he, he doesn't hold on to the bad in your life. It's a thing called mercy. Mercy means he's going to let go of the things that really deserve punishment, but he's going to give you mercy, and he's going to release those instead of actually punishing you for those. It's interesting. It says in the Bible, in Lamentations 3.22, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin fresh each morning. Man, so every new morning, it's like, great is thy faithfulness. You all, you all break into that song in the morning, right? It's on your alarm clock. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. No, the reality is you have mercies that are fresh every day. Don't live in yesterday's mistake. God's not. He's forgiving you. He's extending mercy to you. So just to double check if, you've really, if you're really getting this so far, um, we need a reminder. So a few more. Can we play another game? 
This game is called Hold On or Let It Go. Okay, so uh, how about the first, first image here? You want to hold on to it or let it go? I want to hold on. Come on, bring it. Some of you are like, I'm going to let that go on a new Xbox One. <laughs> Whoa, I'm going to let that go on an iPhone, an iPad. Hold on, right? Hold on. Okay, how about this one? Let it go! Anybody know what that's from? Yeah, the doorknob on Home Alone. You do not want to hold on to that. You get an M tattoo right in your hand. Your hand will smoke when you put it in the snow. All those real things from Home Alone, right? Um, uh, great movie, great movie. Okay, who can resist this? Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, kids in the Huff House, let it go. You're just not as cool as the Rand House. Thanks, Dave, for getting the kids a puppy. Anyway, uh, yeah, hold on, right? It's, it's hold on. Who couldn't? You just want to let them slobber and just sit there. They're calm for the rest of their lives, right, pet owners? No work at all. Uh, how about this one? Let it go. I'm like, oh no, let it go. That, no way, no way. Not going to happen. Australian spider. Okay, moving on. Oh, come on. Hugs like you wanted over here. Oh, man. Right? Hugs. Who doesn't want a good hug? Hold on. Hold on to those kids' parents. What about this one? Creepy Easter Bunny, let it go. Let it go. No creepy Easter Bunnies around here. Oh my goodness. That's so fun. Okay, I think you're figuring this out. Some things you wanna let go, some things you wanna hold on. We also have the opportunity to look ahead. And uh, with anticipation, when we start to look ahead, the things that are behind us don't bother us as much if our, if our sights are set on something. So thought three, peace will rule in your hearts if you look ahead, if you have sight on something. Philippians 3.13 says, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies Ahead, I'll press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. We have things to look ahead to. And if we don't, we need to pray and seek God and say, help me see ahead of me because I'm consumed with what's behind right now. And at seasons of our life, we are. But we need to wrestle and say, okay, God, but what are your plans ahead of me? Help me see them. What are you looking ahead to this coming year? What are the dreams for your family, parents? What are the dreams for your church? What are the dreams for your community? What are the dreams ahead that you're looking forward to? And when your life has vision, 
and direction, and you're pressing on towards something, you can press through the things that will try to stick to your life, that just God does not want to belong there. Whether it's things, whether it's negative voices that come against you, and you want to let those things fall to the ground, we want to let peace stick and let the things that are not peace fall to the ground. So, to help you understand the power of looking forward, let's have a little more fun. Can we have a little, just a little tiny bit more fun? I need uh, a parent and their two and two of their kids. So who wants to, who wants to volunteer? A parent and two of their kids. Looks like Allie, looks like the butlers. Who wants to do this in the place? We've got, we've got, Allie, I think your child was the first one to raise your hand, honestly. So, um, so let's get those two children of yours up here with you. Can you see? Can you see? Okay, good, because hey, how many people watch Survivor? Anybody watch Survivor in here? And, and they always have one of those competitions where, like, you have to call out and give them directions, and they, like, run into to random things and can't find their way through stuff. Well, uh, we're about to do Have you watched Survivor, Allie? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you know the game I'm talking about? Okay, so you're going to be the caller, Allie, and you're going to try to help them find the guy in the red hat all the way in the back, back there. Rick, who's back there. So now, uh, here's the deal. Um, you're gonna do it with your voice at first. We're gonna have three stages in this, okay? The first stage is going to be you guiding with only your voice. Try not to feed back there. Sorry, Jaden. Uh, with only your voice, and so they're with each other. Um, make a wall so they can't get down this aisle. Uh, so, you know, you might think you know the way there, but there might be some things in your way. Uh, you have to figure out how to just get them around with only your voice. Okay. Your job out here, you really don't want them to get there. Uh, you're the negative voices for the moment, for a couple minutes, okay? And you're going to try to tell them which direction to go over the top of her voice, but she's going to be trying to tell them where to go with her voice. This is going to be chaos. Are you ready for this? You're going to stay right here. Is that going to be hard? Ready? Go. How's the progress coming? Okay, now they can hold hands if you want. Let's pause. Let's pause. That was stage one. Kind of hard, right? When she has to stay in one spot. Now, Allie, you can now go with them, and but guiding them with only your voice. You can't guide them physically. You're right next to them because the Bible says that Jesus will never leave us or forsake us, okay. that he's our guide, that he's right there with us, right? So now you're that voice he's given them okay. as the parent. Here we go. 
You guys can still be the negative voice if you want. How's this going, right? You know what I'm saying? Keep going, keep going. Rick, come to the back. Come up, come up, come up. Come closer. Rick, come up to the sound booth. Okay, now wait, pause. You're doing really awesome, right? What if we bring around some more positive voices to help them? Isn't that what the church does, right? We bring leaders into their lives. How many of you help in kids' church? You like, you'll help, you'll serve in nursery, preschool, or kids' church? Anybody in this room? Uh, why don't you guys come over towards them? You're going to be voices helping guide them to the right location, which is the dude in the red hat right back here, right? So come around them. Come around them. We'll give you a second. Go, go. Hustle, hustle. Double time. Anybody who helps in kids' church, anybody who helps out at Open Life, you were a positive voice. Uh, all ready? And help them get back to the red hat. Go. Now the rest of you can still be negative voices if you want. When you get to the guy in the red hat, ask him for what he's supposed to give you. Rick's got $5 for each of you. Merry Christmas. All that to show the power of somebody guiding you ahead, looking ahead. And that's what we're doing when we're serving one another. Takes a village, you've heard. Good job, Stella. Mason, you guys are awesome. And uh, I tell you what, it does some incredible things to our spirit when we are serving with everything in us, giving and pouring into others to help them find their future. And that's what the church gets to do. It's been a blessing serving you in 2019. Can't wait for the future. And I want to be uh, a power of a positive voice in your life. And I pray that you would be the power of positive voices in the lives of those around you. Look for people who need an encouraging word. They have enough voices coming against them, trying to lead them this way or that way. But we need to learn to, to not only hold on to the good, not only let go of the bad, but we need help looking ahead at times in our life. People surrounding us, guiding us, directing us. And today, our action point to help us get there is let Jesus fill your heart with peace. Let Jesus fill your heart with peace. I want to pray for you. And then we're going to we're going to actually end on a on a celebration note, the spirit of celebration in the place today and sing that new song and give you a chance to get your wiggles back out. Stand up. Oh yeah, not to mention it's donut day and we're going to release you to the donuts, but not until we're done with worship. So God, I thank you for the opportunity we have to, to come here today and to worship you and have a little fun as families. And God, I do pray that you would help the good stick to our life in such a huge measure that the, the bad things that would try to come against us would just fall to the ground and that we would be great at letting those bad things go. Holding on to the good, letting go of the bad, and God, in the coming days, just a couple days before the new year, 
Help us see ahead. Help us look ahead, and and as we look ahead, actually see the future, the things you have for us. Give us glimpses of the impact that we're going to be able to make and the transformation that you'll be able to, to make in and through our lives and the lives of others. And we give you praise for the opportunity to have a relationship with you and peace through you that would hold on and keep our hearts secure in peace. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Can we celebrate today? Let's do it.